The following is intended for entertainment only. No gambling takes place on this website. From his luxurious home studio overlooking Mountain Creek Lake in beautiful Dallas, Texas, it's Under the Table with Jason Ryan. Welcome into episode 29 of Under the Table. I am Jason Ryan, Monday edition. It's the first Monday in a long time and have, uh, that I haven't had to get up at 3.30 in the morning and go to work. Big changes coming from the Under the Table studios. Stand by. Calm day in sports today. Let's get to your two stories. Two stories from the sports world. In horse racing, Medina Spirit's victory in the Kentucky Derby is in serious jeopardy because of a failed post-race drug test, one that led Churchill Downs to suspend Hall of Fame trainer Bob Baffert on Sunday in the latest scandal to plague the sport. Baffert denied all wrongdoing and promised to be fully transparent with the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission during its investigation. Baffert's barn received word Saturday that Medina Spirit had tested positive for an excessive amount of the steroid betamethasone which is sometimes used to treat pain and inflammation in horses. The only horse to be disqualified for medication after winning the Derby is Dancer's Image in 1968. Medina Spirit is Baffert's fifth horse known to have failed a drug test in just over a year. Flanked by his attorney, Baffert said his barn was told that Medina Spirit was found to have 21 picograms of the steroid, slightly more than double what the trainer said was the allowable amount in a post-race sample. Betamethasone is the same drug that was found in the system of Gammon, another Baffert-trained horse who finished third in the Kentucky Oaks last September. Gammon was eventually disqualified from that finish because of the test and Baffert was fined $1,500. Betamethasone is legal under Kentucky racing rules, though it must be cleared 14 days before a horse race, before a horse races. In a statement sent to Horse Racing Nation by Baffert's attorney, Craig Robertson, the legendary trainer said he plans to be proactive in verifying the test results. Medina Spirit is expected to run in the Preakness on Saturday, barring some abrupt change in plans or a decision from officials at Pimlico or Maryland's Racing Commission that would prevent him from entering the second jewel of the Triple Crown. Moving on to soccer, in a developing story we are watching closely at the UTT newsroom, UEFA is considering moving the Champions League finals between Manchester City and Chelsea to Wembley Stadium because Turkey is currently on the red list from travel for travel from the UK. Wembley is being considered as an option for the Champions League final as negotiations continue over moving the showpiece match from Istanbul. Talks are taking place on Monday between UEFA and the UK government over the final, which is to be contested by Manchester City and Chelsea, and due to be played on the 29th of May, with a decision expected within the next 48 hours. The government placed Turkey on its travel red list last week, meaning fans cannot travel to the game, and are understood to prefer that the match be played at the national stadium. One of the factors also being considered is that UEFA was expecting a crowd of more than 25,000 at Ataturk Stadium, but the rules currently in place at Wembley are only allowing 10,000 to attend. They may have to exempt those rules for one of the most important fixtures in the UEFA competition calendar. Let's learn something. This day in sports history, I'm leaving. In 1870, Jim Mace defends his heavyweight crown against Irish champ Joe Coburn. It lasts one hour and 17 minutes, and neither was struck by a punch. In 1946, Red Sox win their 15th straight, beat the Yankees 5-4. Joe DiMaggio hits a grand slam. In 1991, Oakland A's Jose Canseco is seen leaving singer Madonna's apartment. In 2013, Joe Sackick is hired by his former team, the Colorado Avalanche, as Executive Vice President of Hockey Operations. 
And in 2015, PGA Players Championship TPC Sawgrass, Ricky Fowler wins, beating Kevin Kisner and Sergio Garcia by one stroke in a playoff. Let's take a look at hockey for tonight. The National Hockey League. Handful of games to take a peek at, starting with the Devils and Flyers. Flyers have a hard time with Jersey and they have lost the last three meetings, so I think they're due. Should be a fairly high scoring game. I like the over six here as well as Philly on the money line. Oilers and Canadiens. I like the under six only in this one. Islanders and Bruins. Boston has won the last two meetings handily and I like them on the money line and the over five and a half. Lightning and Panthers, sharp action on the over, but I'm staying away from that and just taking Florida on the money line. Hurricanes and Predators, I like Carolina and the one and a half they're giving Nashville. Stars and Blackhawks, trying to pick a Stars game is like going to a glory hole. You never know what's on the other side and you're pretty sure you're going to feel guilty afterward. Pass. Canucks and Jets, I'm going to go with Winnipeg on the money line here. Blues and Kings, all of the money so far is going to LA and that's where I land too, but I'm also looking at the totals and I like the over five and a half as well. And finally in hockey, Avalanche and Golden Knights, over six is fairly obvious here as well as the Knights on the money line. On to baseball. Stay hot Rocket, the MLB. Small schedule of games here, I'll give you the action on all of them as long as there's a line. Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. Red swept them in their opening series in early April, but lineups have changed, and for that, I like Pittsburgh on the money line at plus 140. Red Sox and Orioles, the over nine is a decent play here. No line on that Angels and Astros game just yet. Padres and Rockies, it's cold in Denver with a high of 40 and rain. Miserable conditions, and the under 10 looks good. No lines in the Marlins and Diamondbacks game, just tune into my Twitter account, and I'm sure I'll get it out on there. Rangers and Giants, West Coast trip for the Texas team, although not as taxes as coming as taxing as coming from the east to the west, it could still be hindering even in a later game. I expect Kyle Gibson to go pitch another decent game and hold that Giants team down a bit in the early going. Texas on the money line in the over seven. Nice Monday of action to ease you into the week. That's it for me, team. I'm gonna go call Bob Baffert to see if he can recommend anything for tree poison rashes. Good night and good luck. Follow Jason Ryan and Under the Table on Twitter at Jason Ryan Radio and Under the Table DS. Follow DSP Media at DSP Media Online. The proceeding was intended for entertainment only. No gambling takes place on this website. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.